Welcome to the Live Your Best Life Barefoot Podcast with your hosts, Mary Morrison and Chris McCabe of Barefoot Bungalow Realty. Welcome to Live Your Best Life Barefoot. We are so excited to chat with you today. Hi, Chris. How are you? Hi, Mary. Happy Monday. Happy Monday. Um, we had a great preview of at the Stonebridge community last week. Wasn't that a fabulous community? I loved it, Mary. It was this wonderfully well-manicured, bundled golf community in Naples, easy access to the highway, and uh, very manageable HOA fees with an awesome uh, tennis court and the clubhouse. I just love the clubhouse, Mary, didn't you? It's so cool. And that um, master chefs that they have on site. They have a full, full restaurant and a bar. And then uh, I love the fact that the, um, the owners of the properties can uh, rent out a space down below on the grounds. Yeah. And uh, have their own private party overlooking the golf course. Yeah. Amazing community. So fun. And all the people there were really kind and um, good support system they have for the owners too. And it's great that they have all price ranges. You know, you can get in there in a condo and yeah. uh, if you want to move on up to a villa or a pool home, it's nice that uh, they offer all types of living arrangements. Yeah, it was great. Well, today we are excited to welcome a guest. Today we have Matt Caldwell, who is the Lee County appraiser. Welcome, Matt, to our podcast. Absolutely. Thank you guys for having me. So if you would, Matt, just go ahead and... Uh, Tell us who you are and what you do and all the great things about uh, your your great job that you represent the county of the Lee County. <laughs> absolutely. Absolutely. Well, uh, as you said, my name is Matt Caldwell and I am the Lee County property appraiser. That makes me one of five constitutional officers in Lee County. My office, along with the tax collector, the clerk of courts, the supervisor of elections and the sheriff are all elected by the people. And uh, in my case, uh, my job is to uh, put a value on every single property in Lee County uh, every single year. Uh, as of January 1st, uh, that's our value date that we deal with. And uh, we look at the more than 550,000 individual parcels in Lee County, uh, come up with an appraisal value. And that's the basis uh, for all of your property tax system in Lee County. Now, Uh, The key to remember is I'm not the tax collector, so I'm not the one that sends you the bill. Uh, That's a different job. Noel Branding is our tax collector. Uh, And I'm not the one that sets the tax rate. Uh, That's your county commission. That's your city council. That's your special district, mosquito control, fire control, et cetera. Um, My job really is to be an advocate for the taxpayer, for the property owner. Uh, I'm looking at developing a fair and equitable valuation Uh, for those properties. So I'm looking to get uh, the property details correct. Uh, I need to know how big your parcel is. I need to know whether it's golf access or looking at the beach. I need to know how many bathrooms there are, how many garage spaces there are, all those details uh, that go into making up an appraisal opinion. Uh, And of course, the challenge uh, for us is, uh, unlike uh, my previous career in in fee appraisal, where I would come out and and do what a lot of your listeners I'm sure are familiar with, uh, I'd come inspect the house, uh, develop uh, my research, put some comps on on a form report. And that's what you would see when you borrowed money from the bank. 
this is a mass appraisal and we can get into the, the complexities of that, but uh, coming up with a number for 500,000 plus properties all at the same time is a little bit different of a process uh, than mm -hmm. that fee appraisal side. Right, right. So uh, the one thing I, as you were talking, came to my um, came to my mind is when there are discrepancies. Do you have discrepancies often? Uh, well, often is a relative term, but it does happen, and uh, that is the first thing I would tell folks. You know, this is uh, August of the year. Uh, in our time schedule, this is when we are preparing the trim notices, the truth and millage notices that property owners will get in the mail in the next couple of weeks. Uh, and that uh, accomplishes two things. One, it tells them what the potential tax rates are for all of their local governments. Wh whoever uh, applies or whatever applies to your parcel, uh, you'll see all the potential tax rates. And it's your notice to go to the budget hearings. Uh, mm -hmm. to the county and the city, but it also shows you the value. And, and that value is reflective of what we know about your property and what we think it compares to. This is the opportunity. If you look at it and say, hey, uh, that doesn't look right, call us right away mm -hmm. because factual errors are things we are required to fix by law. You don't have to file an appeal. You don't have to litigate. If we think you have three bathrooms, but you only got two, we got to fix that. Uh, mm -hmm. And we're not going to know, though, unless you, you tell us uh, what the differences are. And so that that is the step one. I would encourage everybody anytime you, you see a number from our office and you think there's something off about it. Give us a call because we're going to look to try to get it as right as we can. Right. You know, I I just want to tell you, I, uh, I really respect uh, your office and your position. And uh, I just am curious if you could share with the listeners your journey and how you got to this uh, position in life. Sure, sure. Well, it, it is uh, an interesting one. Of course, uh, it's even more fascinating to take this position replacing the previous incumbent, Ken Wilkinson, who had it for 40 years. Uh, as a way of example, he was elected in 1980 and I was born in 1981. Uh, big so shoes he, to fill. <laughs> he was there my whole life and, and he passed uh, seven constitutional amendments that the, the uh, we're going to get into this, I'm sure. But the homestead protections we enjoy as property owners, save our homes, portability. Those were all his ideas. So uh, as as it pertains to following uh, an incumbent, he, he is quite uh, a pair of shoes to fill. But uh, my background professionally uh, was in fee appraisal and real estate appraisal, as I mentioned a moment ago, what most folks I'm sure are familiar with. I started out in, in residential appraisal almost 20 years ago while I was uh, finishing up college, uh, moved over to a commercial appraisal firm, and uh, over the years uh, worked on some pretty complex uh, properties, uh, got certified uh, as an expert witness in state and local court and federal court, uh, bankruptcy cases, eminent domain, things like that. Mm -hmm. uh, and then in uh, 2010, politically, I was elected to the Florida House. Uh, I served there for eight years uh, until I was term limited and uh, chaired committees uh, covering a wide range of issues, uh, mostly dealing with natural resources and environmental questions, things that are near and dear to us here in Southwest Florida. Uh, but probably my, my second favorite committee after that was uh, Ways and Means that deals with uh, tax policy for the state of Florida, uh, where these questions, questions that pertain to this office, uh, go when you are dealing with uh, legislative solutions, uh, for example. 
Uh, and so I, I certainly think uh, between the, the political background and the professional background, uh, it gave me a great preparation uh, for this office and uh, the kind of skills you need to bring to this position. Uh, and, and it's keeping me involved. Uh, we have state associations, as you can imagine, for the property appraisers. Uh, they've, they've all signed me up to be on their legislative committees uh, and putting me to work. Uh, now going and being a spokesperson uh, for the taxpayer in this role. Um, so it's really uh, taking those skills that I, I've, I've got from my past and uh, trying as best I can to apply them here to this position. Right. Sounds like you're the perfect position for this job, right. perfect person for this job. Yeah, you've got to so, everything. So tell us, uh, what's the one thing that you want our listeners to know? Well, the, the most important thing uh, you need to know as a taxpayer in Florida and in Lee County in particular is that we're here uh, to help you. And so uh, you, uh, as a property owner, should make sure to talk to us. If you've never talked to this office, you're probably missing out on something. Uh, there are lots of exemptions and classifications available to property owners. Most people are familiar with their homestead exemption. We have about 200,000 of those 500,000. 50,000 parcels are homestead exempt property in Lee County. Uh, and so if you are listening to this and you don't know what that is, or you haven't taken the time to fill it out, call us or go on our website. It's leepa.org. Really simple, leepa.org. Uh, and you'll see a tab just for exemptions. Uh, you can do it all online. If you, uh, if you feel uh, like you've got uh, tech savvy, uh, it's pretty straightforward. Uh, but if you look at it and say, hey, I, I need to talk to somebody, uh, we've got a chat feature. It's a live person, uh, not, a, not a robot. So you're getting somebody in our office here. Uh, and if you're not in the, in the virtual chat, give us a call on the phone. We'll walk you through it uh, mm -hmm. and make sure that, that we get you qualified. And that's not just true about your homestead exemption, uh, but there's numerous others. You have some for disabled veterans. You have uh, some for uh, permanently blind. Uh, you have uh, exemptions for widows and widowers, uh, low-income seniors, folks that have been in their home for uh, more than 30 years. Uh, there, there's, there's a number of them. And so uh, if nothing else, I would make sure that people take the time to stop by that website, look at that exemptions page, see if there's something uh, they need to be aware of. Uh, and, and again, give us a call and we'll be happy to make it uh, make it happen for you. Right. So, because it is my understanding, after um, a new buyer closes on the property, it's their responsibility to go to that website and click to get that home set exemption. Right. Yes, the new buyer has to apply. It, it doesn't carry over. In fact, that's the the, right. the portability I mentioned earlier. That right. savings, that protection, goes with the homeowner that just sold. Uh, and mm -hmm. so the new owner needs to go ahead and, and uh, get on the bus, as it were, uh, right. and, and make sure they don't miss out on any years of, of savings. Right. And, and what is the time frame for that? Is there a time frame? Well, uh, since our uh, valuation year is always based on January 1st, uh, you mm -hmm. need to make sure to apply uh, before that cycle ends and, and you get pushed into the next year. So, uh for your homestead exemption, you have actually until March 1st. So you get two months after the, the first of the year to apply. Uh, but I would always tell people, apply right away. It, it's very yeah. simple. It shouldn't take right. you more than 10, 15 minutes. As soon as you close, 
frankly, as soon as you sign that paperwork at the title office, uh, I think the first thing you probably want to do after you take the keys sure. is, is take care of this issue. Uh, and, and it'll give you peace of mind. I got a question on Homestead the other day that I wasn't 100% sure on. We have a lot of um, snowbirds that are actually deciding to make Florida their permanent home in this last year. Um, it's, do they qualify for the homestead if they switch to have um, residency here? Yeah. Well, they absolutely do. And uh, the biggest thing they need to make sure of is that they they relinquish any kind of homestead or similar uh, attribution on their property in another state uh, okay. because they, they don't want to end up uh, owing back taxes either here or there. Sure. Uh, you can't have dual homestead. So you, you do have right. to make that choice. Right. When they sell up north and buy here, then it's just they've lost it when they sell it. Right. Well, a lot of people, you know, say you've lived uh, you lived in Wisconsin, right, for, for 30 years. You, you forget to even think about it. You, you don't remember the fact that you had that homestead and maybe they become a winter resident. They're living down here, you know, six, seven months of the year. So they change their driver's licenses. They become a Florida resident. Right. Um, they qualify for homestead here, but they do need to be careful because you can't have both. And so they need to proactively you know, call their their district or their county back in Wisconsin or, or wherever they're from and go ahead and get it removed there uh, so they don't end up getting into a trap right. inadvertently. Right. But that's a lot of it. We, we, have a, we have a division that focuses on making sure uh, homesteads are being applied properly. You know, it's classified as homestead fraud, but by and large, we find the majority of people, it's inadvertent. It's the situation I just described Over. where they don't think about it. Absolutely. Right. Mm -hmm. yeah. 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 So um, is there anything else? You, do you have any tips, any other further tips for our, uh, I know we talked about a lot of tips, but uh, is there something that we can dig a little deeper that, uh, that perhaps we don't know about that you can uh, share with us? Yeah, absolutely. Uh, you know, we really pride ourselves on being uh, on the cutting edge of technology. So you know, while that website uh, can, can give you some basics, it also has some very powerful tools. For example, our GIS uh, system, uh, that, that portal gives you access to an incredible amount of information about your property. Uh, it's got uh, real, not real time, but uh, very recent and updated uh, aerials uh, that are very high quality. They give you a, a very close in-depth view of all the properties in the county, but you can check yours out. You can see uh, maybe some things, you know, it's something as simple as making sure there's not some dark spots on your roof uh, that you wouldn't know about. Take the time to, right. to look at the aerial and, and check that out. Make sure you don't have a, a problem before it gets worse. Uh, but all your uh, all your regulatory issues, you know, where where what your zoning is, what your land use is, uh, which municipality uh, applies, your special districts, uh, you're going to find a ton of information. There's probably a hundred and 150 different data points that you can look at and peruse uh, on that GIS and learn a lot about your property. You can see the sales. Uh, there's a sales overlay. You can see what sold recently within your neighborhood and, and come to some conclusions of your own. Uh, if you want to see what's going on and, and stay informed, uh, we really try to make the public uh, records easily accessible. You know, everything we do is, is a public record by law in Florida, but 
making it accessible and easy to use for the taxpayer uh, is the goal we're, we're looking at. And uh, I would encourage people if there's something they don't see on there, uh, some piece of data that they'd love to see us keep updated uh, or, or provide a layer, shoot me an email. Uh, mm-hmm. It's easy for me. It's caldwellm at lipa.org. You know, my last name, my first initial at lipa.org, and you'll get right to me. And uh, we will, uh, if it's something we can get on there and, and integrate easily, uh, we'll make it available to the public. That's uh, that's our goal. Okay, now I'm, I want to go on there and look at everything. That's fascinating. <laughs> Absolutely. So one other thought I, I know is at the top of people's minds is the home prices, how quickly they're going up. How how soon do people expect to see that reflective in their um, assessment value? Well, uh, so when we have this conversation, remember there's the just value. That's the that's the equivalent to the market value when you when you talk in uh, fee appraisal terms or as a realtor. Um, that's different than your assessed value. Your assessed value is after you apply all those exemptions, all those protections that the taxpayers have, uh, and so that's why it's so critical. Uh, this is a great example. If you're a homeowner, you need to get that homestead uh, exemption protection. So your assessed value will only go up essentially 3% a year. It's it's a formula that deals with CPI, but the shorthand is 3% a year versus what's going to happen in the just values. They're going to reflect the market. So everything that happens from January 1st to 2020 to December 31st of, or sorry, 2021 through December 31st of 2021, that's the market data we're going to look at for that January 1st, 2022 tax value, uh, that just value. And it's going to capture all of these new higher prices uh, that are happening in the market. And, you know, anecdotally, I'm hearing on an annual basis, some of our submarkets, you're, you're seeing 20 and 30 uh, percent yeah. appreciation. And so uh, you definitely want to take advantage of that exemption to protect yourself uh, as a taxpayer. Uh, but it, it's really what's asked of us is to uh, be accurate, uh, to, to be up to date and reflect the market. Uh, Florida is different than a lot of jurisdictions in the country. Uh, we do annual reassessments. Uh, we look at it every single year. Uh, there's a lot of places around the country that don't look at it, but once every five years or even once every 10 years. And it becomes very subjective. Uh, I, I think, unfortunately, uh, potentially inaccurate. Uh, because of kind of the inequity that gets baked in in that system. Uh, I think ours is very good that it's open and transparent uh, and predictable. Absolutely. Right. Well, this has been a fabulous uh, conversation with you, Matt. I really appreciate you joining us today. Fascinating. Yeah, absolutely. And we've we've already, uh, I know you've already given out your your email, caldwellm at lipa.org. And I know we had, um, we, I think we briefly did the website as well. Yep. Right. Can we just repeat that again? Yeah. LeePA.org. Okay. Right. Pretty pretty short and simple. That is simple. (laughs) I know what I'm doing this afternoon. Right. (laughs) And, uh, you know, um, let's see, is there any other, um, any other things you have married from Matt? I, I think you covered everything really phenomenally and um, so grateful for you being on the show and helping us to remember how important it is that we're paying attention to all these things. Yeah, absolutely. If there was one other piece of advice I'd throw out there, 
Uh, you probably have folks that have owned property for a long time. Uh, when the market is hot like it is now, we do unfortunately have people that try to commit fraud. Say you own some property that doesn't have a mortgage on it. Uh, they'll try to, to submit a fraudulent deed. It's not our office, but it is the Lee County clerk because they record all those deeds. They have a fraud alert system. If somebody tries to file a deed uh, in your name, they will uh, alert you. Uh, and so I would certainly encourage people to, to take advantage of that. Uh, you know, you, you see it in Lehigh and Cape Coral, for example, somebody's owned a lot for 30 years. They don't really think about it. Uh, and, and somebody, you know, comes along and, and files a fraudulent deed, takes a while to figure out what happened. Uh, so, so take advantage of that. Where do they sign up for that? At the, at the Lee County clerk's website, it's leeclerk.org, I believe is the, okay. the website. Uh, really so you can just go to leeclerk.org and sign up for a fraud alert. Is that what you're saying? Correct. Correct. Okay. Another yep. great advice. Yep. Yeah, really good advice. Yeah, I'm sure there's a lot of people that are unaware of that happening. Yep. Yeah. And if you don't have a mortgage, you know, there, there's nothing that's going to hold that up, right? It, it, with a mortgage, the title company is going to really have to be involved and, and it's probably not going to go through. But they're, these, these fraudsters are looking for properties that are free and clear that the property owner might not be thinking about and uh, hoping they can get away with it before anybody figures it out. Yeah. Really advice. Yeah. I hadn't even thought of that. Yeah. No. Pretty scary when you, when you, one day you go to find out and you're like, well, what, what the heck is that? Yep. Yep. <laughs> right. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. That then you would, you would, it would prevent you from selling it. Correct. Correct. Yeah. You'll get it back, hopefully, but it, it's uh, it, it's it's expensive and a headache, just like any identity fraud. So right. uh, take advantage of this. Right, right. Little rigmarole to get that off of there, to get the yep. to change that, right, to get it corrected. Yep. So, uh, well, thanks so much, Matt. We appreciate you joining yeah. us on our and on thanks our, for uh, serving our community. We really appreciate you. No, uh, I'm I'm loving the opportunity to uh, serve in this role. We got a great team here, and Southwest Florida is a fantastic uh, place to live and work. And uh, I'm just happy to be able to to help out in my way. Absolutely, well, man. I hope to see you for the next forty years. Yes. <laughs> well, I don't know if it'll do quite that long, but uh, they, they're going to keep me for a little while, sure enough. Okay. Yeah, absolutely. That's a well, good thing. Thank you, Matt, and thanks everyone for joining us. We. Would love to hear from you. If you have any suggestions of anyone you want to hear from, give us a shout out. You can reach out to us on Facebook Messenger. You can reach out to us at info at barefootbungalowrealty.com or give us a call. And remember to live your best life barefoot. Thank you for listening to the Live Your Best Life Barefoot podcast sponsored by Barefoot Bungalow Realty. To learn more about Barefoot Bungalow Realty, go to www.barefootbungalowrealty.com or call 239-350-5535.